It will be the law you know. start is the question subtitle the roast of cj um, <laughs> that's just all of them <laughs> yeah uh would well i will say would you like to be the one who actually leads us who in? says who says the words yeah. the, the forbidden words <clears throat> that only frank can say except all, all the time other people try and say it yeah i thought about it but i'm not gonna do you okay. uh, yeah i yeah, mean i mean Siley uh says that she's not a podcast person so she doesn't like listen to any of this she does not, not know i mean i don't listen to it either in fairness yeah that's so fair. I, mean, I, I don't like make the podcast <laughs> and then listen back to it and be like mm, yeah that was uh, funny Siley doesn't make the podcast either until now what oh my god um let's do we we all saw we all did see the mario movie since uh-huh. since we last spoke in the in the the <clears throat> audio i mean we could talk we did do a whole episode about that and i do believe we in the did episode, not do an episode about that i mean we did we did an episode <laughs> about, the, movie. about yeah. the mario movie coming up and now it has come out and we have seen it uh-huh. so we have knowledge of that since we made the one about the Mario in preparation for the Mario. And I can mm-hmm. say definitively, it was all right. It was, it was fine. I liked all of the Easter eggs with Wario just in the background. Mm-hmm. In every shot, actually. <laughs> just He's very... there somewhere. Mm-hmm. You just Wait, have to look for him. More than the Peach's song? I, the Peach's song was very good, but I liked... I liked the, when when there was noise, but I also liked the silence in between, because in the silence in between, you could hear the gentle... Yeah. We made we made bingo cards. I took some big shots on my bingo card. Was not rewarded. Um I think the I think the best one I got was I said that there was gonna be a Rainbow Road skip from mm-hmm. the video game. And that was, was good. So uh I give it a wahoo out of a yippee. So uh we were right in our podcast. We said it would be fine but not as good as the last mario movie and i stick by that i think that's i think that's uh-huh. how it panned out i can't um, even compare i haven't even seen the last that's mario for the movie. best i yeah. think did they do any goofy bomb stuff i just don't remember now so i wasn't <laughs> sober when i saw it <laughs> So I, I won't say definitively no, but I don't remember yeah, any of I that. I do not remember. I mean, if they did, it wasn't impactful enough to remind me. You know, uh, I the only thing the only thing I knew for sure was that there was a death fake out that was resolved with a star, and I almost <laughs> didn't give it. I almost didn't give myself that one because it was like too obvious that that's what was happening. But they did get stomped by a big thing, and then Peach went. <laughs> like it, like she thought they were dead. So I counted that as as being correct. Yeah. And I, and I and I think that that's fine. And then the things I wish that did happen that didn't happen. Um end of end of credits scene after the credits scene where uh Rosalina just is like gazing over them in her mystic orb and then just like turns away. <laughs> that would have been very dramatic. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and Wario is there in the background. Yeah, <laughs> I did have I did wow. have a Mario tennis tie-in. <laughs> uh, we didn't get Mario tennis tie-in. There was a tennis racket in the background of a shot in his bedroom. <laughs> so that's pretty close. That's... Oh my god! I <laughs> wish it Maybe was. I don't want to watch the movie then. No. No. What the old one? Yeah, you do. No, no, no. You no, definitely no. want to no, see the old no, one. No, 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 no. Not sober. For we sure. only choose. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. We only choose <laughs> media to cover on this show that you definitely want to see. This show, of course, being the oh. lore you know. Welcome. You're in the episode. We're in the episode. We are talking to you guys. That's that's yeah. Also, we're talking to to our special guest star. It's Siley. Hi, Siley. Hello. Welcome to the lore you know. It's a podcast about your favorite media, the deep lore of all things nerdy, <laughs> funny, haha, silly, and that's the opening we've always had. Fran's out sick. That was really good. I that was really it. good. <laughs> thank I you, thank you. you. I practiced yeah. it a lot in the fever. Yeah. Um, I'm CJ. That's Ethan and that's Siley. Hello. I'm pointing at them. We're all in the same room this time. <laughs> oh. We're doing a same room podcast. So if the audio is terrible, you know. Then I, mean, I did a bad job of fixing we tri- it. We tried. Uh, guys, we were looking over our notes, trying to figure out what the heck we going to do for this one. And then Ethan said, huh, I. <laughs> he, he pushed up his glasses and then the light reflected on them like an anime boy. And uh-huh. then he said, hmm, I have a plan. And I was like, all right, I just go for it. I just don't even tell me about it because I don't care. Uh, figure it out. And he did, I think. I mean, I guess I didn't check in with him beforehand. But. Has, I don't know if you've looked at the notes. There's nothing there. I'm just, I'm going to wing it this week. Oh, my God. It just says wing it. And then it's got a, <laughs> then it says kissy face, Ethan. So, Ethan, what, what the heck? I haven't seen the title for today's episode, but they already have. So why don't you just tell me what the title of the episode is? Today? No, all right. So the uh, the newest Street Fighter game is going to be coming out in a little while, and I have played some Street Fighter games in the past. You know, I think everybody's played at least a little bit of Street Fighter Two and all of that. Yeah, everyone definitely. Everyone definitely, excluding me. Uh, no, you definitely have for sure. Ethan probably uh, made you, whether you remember <laughs> or not. <laughs> but uh, I. I this was just kind of like a throwaway idea. I was like, yeah, sure, a new Street Fighter. I was not prepared. You didn't know that Street Fighter was kind of wild and wacky in it's, the background. It's more wild and wacky than I remember. The if you have seen any clips from like the Street Fighter movie yeah. where they're just like going absolutely buck wild and reading their lines like insane people, that is super accurate. That is like on point. I think. So I think what happened is that Mortal Kombat and uh, and Tekken or all, all of these come out at the same time, and every time <laughs> one comes out, they kind of get a little wilder because they're trying to one up the competition <laughs> with kind of the back because you know you don't get a lot of the lore necessary. How much percentage of the lore do you think you can get just sort of from playing the? The fighting part where you where you just fight each other. Okay, well, speaking of that, this is gonna be sort of like a little bit of a weird one as far as the lore that we're going over, because the Street Fighter series is just kind of 
it's a mire of like fake outs and retcons nice. and non-canon. Right. And like even when I was looking at the wiki, like I looked we're going to be talking a lot about Ryu's story today. Okay. And when I looked him up on the wiki, it has three different heights for him on there and they're all officially sourced, so people just, he has three heights, I guess. Well, we've all been <laughs> different heights before, Ethan, so maybe he uh-huh. had a growth spurt. Yeah, he was 23 in the first one and then they were like and then he lost an inch, but then <laughs> And then he gained five. Then he gained two more after that. That happens to people. That happens, I guess. I I want to know, because when I I play fighting games at Mm -hmm. the arcade, I don't care about who wins or loses or anything. I want to know the motivation why these characters (laughs) are Hutatsu kunking each other or whatever it's called. (laughs) You know when, when that, you know when you, he does the spinny kick and he goes Hukatsu uh, Duncan. Yeah, yeah. Tatsumaki Senpukyaku. Yeah, that one. I am I'm gonna do my best to say all of these silly attack names properly. Okay, very good. So will I will I be more motivated to win knowing when I pick Ryu because I always pick Ryu because I always pick the the basic boy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I like the Hadoken. Yeah. Will I be more more or less encouraged to win knowing the backstory of Ryu? I you guy. You we will get into it for sure. All right. But I will say that you uh will be I'm I think you're gonna like Ryu more by the end of this week. Yeah. And then uh spoiler, we're gonna be doing more Street Fighter next week. And you are gonna say I don't give a shit about Ryu anymore. I am an M Bison stand forever. I don't forever. care about M Bison. I think no, he's, you do. Uh, All right, we're that's that's. Ne- I'm leaving that alone. I okay. Have no idea what so about. give us, tell us what it, what is, what is Street? Uh, I've never played a video game before. What's Street Fighter? What's all right, all, all, right, about? all right. So uh, Street Fighter is like the original fighting game series. It's not the first fighting game that ever came out. <laughs> But the way in which it was made is the way, like, since Street Fighter 1, all fighting games are made in that same style, pretty much. Um, So it is, like, the institution. And that's what we're going to treat it like. It's more like an institution than it is, like, a single storyline. So the thing I've compared it to is, like, if we were to do a thing about Spider-Man on this show. Like, there is no one Spider-Man story, right? There's like a dozen different versions where they change all the little stuff. There's a basic through line. Right. And we're gonna follow that basic through line of Ryu. Okay, we're going to kill Ryu's Uncle Ben and and (laughs) fight him. His his father, Go-Ken. Oh. Oh, so Okay, so wait, I'm already seeing... (laughs) Is is are there any parallels with Dragon Ball? Because we have not done a Dragon Ball episode, but we've talked about it uh, maybe every episode. Also, this is gonna be so shonen anime. Okay, so, so yeah, get close. ready for that. Fantastic! I cannot <laughs> wait to hear about him and his grandpa, Foken <laughs> and Shoken. No, they they focus on the they they actually they do the go thing. We are gonna talk about. Goken yep. and Gotetsu and Goki. Fantastic. <laughs> no Goku. No, well, 
the word Goku will come. Don't worry. It's you're getting oh, ahead so. of me. Okay, great. Okay, great. great. So, this sounds straightforward and easy. Let's do this. So first Street Fighter game comes out in 1987. It's an arcade game. It is straightforward. All right, you play as Ryu. There's a world martial arts tournament. You want to prove that you're the strongest ever. So you go around the world and you fight a bunch of dudes, most of whom are not playable characters later in the series, which is pretty funny. They just kind of were like, "Eh, these guys aren't really what we're looking for. Okay. (laughs) Well, these are uh, problematic racially. I mean, they weren't like racially problematic, but they were very (laughs) generic. Some of them definitely were. Okay, I'm not going to argue that. (laughs) We're not going to argue about that as we go through this game. It is a globetrotting series. It's fun. It's It's, fun. You're going to go punch people around the world. We're having fun. We're having fun. Uh, So one of the characters that does come in later, though, when you get to, when you've beaten everybody, you get to the final boss, the emperor of Muay Thai, Sagat. And if you are, he, like, one hit from him takes out, like, half your health bar. It's bullshit. Oh well, he's the, he's the emperor of Muay Thai. <laughs> he's the, the emperor of Muay Thai. Of killing. But if you beat him, Ryu is the world champion for now. Nice. Uh, that's, that's like, the whole story of the first game, right? Okay. That's okay. The, How hard could that be? <laughs> that's the last time any of this is going to be straightforward. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so, speaking of not straightforward, CJ... Have you heard of Shenglong? Uh, <laughs> I have some Shenglong that that I know of. That is all right. I'm just gonna ignore you, Siley. Have you heard of Shenglong? Part of this conversation. But yeah. Have you heard of Shenglong? No. Is this a, is this a bit? Are you are you gonna say I'll show you some Shenglong? <laughs> no. This is this is not a bit. So, uh, <laughs> Street Fighter Two. It's it's way more focused on like player versus player. There was a thing for that in the first game, but it wasn't like what it was about, right? Mm-hmm. Street Fighter 2 is all about player versus player and when your character wins, they shit talk, right? Nice. Like they have a line at the end every time that's something about how the other dude sucks, right? Ryu's line is you must defeat Shang Long to stand a chance. Okay. And that's such a that's such a bold like that's like if you one v one someone in basketball and if you're like, and you're being like hmm, you'd have to be better than Shaquille O'Neal to defeat me in basketball. That's it's, such a wild claim to make. So that's what people presume it is like. But the thing is, there is no Shang Long character in this game. You have to find a real person named Shang Long who is like, very good at Street Fighter and beat him at Street Fighter. Like, and that's what you have to do. Maybe. Like, nobody knows. Everybody sees this. You must defeat Shang Long to stand a chance. But nobody has a fucking clue what he's talking about. And this is, like, the early 90s, right? Uh. So you can't just Google who is Shang Long. Who is like, Shang Long? We do have the internet. What is, what is Shang Long? Okay, so the people then didn't have the internet. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they all wrote in to their favorite video game magazines and said, who the fuck is Shang Long, right? I keep getting shit-talked by the computer <laughs> as Ryu. 
<laughs> I, I'm sick of it. Every time my older brother beats me and his Ryu character says you must defeat Shang Long, I can't beat him. I don't know who he Imagine is. Imagine getting beaten by your older brother who only picks Ryu. That's so <laughs> embarrassing for your older brother. Can't even use stretchy arm yoga guy. Uh, Dalsim. Whatever. But, okay. So, everybody's writing in, right? Uh-huh. Electronic Gaming Monthly finally releases an article that outlines how you fight him. See, Sheng Long is a secret character in Street Fighter 2. The only way to battle Sheng Long, you have to play as Ryu, only Ryu. Yeah. You have to beat every fighter in arcade mode without being hit once. Okay. Then you need to get to the final fight versus M. Bison, okay? You need to not get hit by M. Bison and not hit M. Bison for 10 rounds so that it times out and then it's a draw, right? Because no Uh one's taken any damage. Then at the end of that 10th round, Shang Long will come in, uppercut M. Bison out of the screen, and you will fight Shang Long, okay? That is, there is no way that is true. That is like... (laughs) That is like play as Luigi in Super Mario 64 levels of nonsensical bullshittery because they're like, no one's going to do that. So we'll just say that there's a way to do something really cool and then no one will do it because it'll be too stupid to do. CJ, you're right. Oh my God. (laughs) I lived through that era where everyone just made stuff up about stuff. This is the beginning of that era, CJ. This is what spawned that era. So, okay. Shang Long is a mistranslation, all right? (laughs) That makes more sense. In the Japanese version, Ryu says, if you cannot overcome my rising dragon fist, you cannot win. Uh That's like the technique he does the uppercut, right? Yeah, that's Shoryuken. So, yeah, in Japanese, it's Shoryuken. But in Chinese, which apparently it went through multiple layers of filter before it came to us, Rising Dragon is Shang Long. But they got it. They were like, well, this doesn't mean anything in Japanese, so Shang Long must be a guy. So so they just translated it that way, right? This, This is an important lesson for all you kids out there who are the kind of people who like to 100% things. And then you hear about these things that happen if you do all this random bullshit. And it, it's, the, it's, the, it's the fucking Pokemon truck thing where you're like, actually, you can get the truck to move and then Mew is there or some shit. Don't, just don't do it. Wait for someone else to do it. That's what I always do. Just wait for someone else. I mean, well, that's the thing is that nowadays you can just be like, well, if that's real, I'll see a video of it on YouTube. Someone will have a content creator. Right. But back then it was just like, no, you couldn't see it. And your older brother's best friend swears that he did it, you know? Yeah. He would have taken a picture on his Polaroid, though, if he did it for real. (laughs) (laughs) So here's, here's where it gets really good, though, right? So... Electronic Gaming Monthly released that article, right? Mm -hmm. That article was in their April edition. Mm, It was their April Fool's joke. Yeah, that's how they get you. But a bunch of other gaming magazines from across the world who were also getting it through a layer of translation Uh. didn't get that it was a joke. So they printed 100% seriously, Shang Long is in this game, and this is how you get him, right? That's how fake news spreads, Ethan. (laughs) But then, 
the people so Street Fighter is becoming popular enough that there is now a Street Fighter comic book. It's not being written in Japan. It's being written in Hong Kong. And when a Hong Kong <laughs> magazine says that Shang Long is a real character super final boss guy, they put him into the comic book. So now in, like, official Street Fighter media, there's this guy named Shang Long. <laughs> And uh, so, did you did you know this this ex almost exact thing happened in Mortal Kombat? Also, it's well, I'll tell you what happened in Mortal Kombat because the first Mortal Kombat game came out one year after this, uh -huh. and the guy who made Mortal Kombat thought it would be really funny to do this for real. Yeah. So in the first Mortal Kombat game, and this one is real, okay? If if you are fighting on the pit level, and there are silhouettes running across the moon, which only happens once every six times the pit level is loaded, and you beat the game with two flawless victories, and you do a fatality on your opponent, then suddenly Reptile will pop out and will fight you. This is why people from our generation have trust issues with basically all forms of media. <laughs> So because half the time half the time it's a lie and the other half of the time it's people who have heard lies and they'll be like that would be really funny if that was true I'll just make a truth out of that right and then people go back they're like well if the reptile one is true then surely the Shang Long one is also true because like why would they lie and so like this whole mess is what created the concept of like secret bosses and unlockable characters. Because up until this point, like game designers were like, why would I hide like stuff I made for the game? I want players to know yeah. I put work yeah. into. Yeah. yeah, if you develop the, here, hot tip. <laughs> If you develop things, you tend to not want to have almost no one see them ever. Right. You, you, yeah. you want, like, it, it would be really fun. Listen, it's a fun idea if, like, you think to yourself, oh, wow, I found something that the developer hidden in there. Maybe I'm the only one who's ever seen it. That's crazy. The developer is not going to be like, man, I hope only one special guy finds this. That would be great. I love working a hundred hours on this one thing. Only one guy right, is going to see. One real special guy. One real special guy. <laughs> but yeah, so like it's, Ugh, it is mind blowing, and like CJ said, like this is why I have trust issues. This is why I spent like hours as a kid trying to unlock Goku in Super Smash Brothers because I was told by every yeah, so yeah, I no my my friend my cousin he did it. He it's real. He, I saw him. I saw Goku. He used the Smash Ball to get his his <laughs> the Super Mario sixty four Smash Ball. But okay. So this is this is the birth of unlockable characters, but this is also like people are now interested in Ryu's backstory because right. a, lo a lot of people were presuming I don't know maybe Shang Long is Ryu's master, right? Yeah, and, yeah, um, or, or something. And so I mean, they wouldn't just put that in. They the wouldn't game. just put that in. And after enough time, Capcom was like. Okay, fine. He's he's reused master. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Who gives a sh You should, as a company, listen. This is me talking as a professional lore understander. But as a company, if your audience is going to write your lore for you, that's a win-win. 
they get the dumb lore that they want. Their their fanfic becomes reality or whatever. And you don't have to write lore, which is probably going to be bad anyway. So just just do it. I mean, if it's going to be bad either way. If right? it's going to listen. <laughs> this is for a fighting game where you silently punch each other. <laughs> now, no words need be exchanged between these well, characters. Well, I mean, sometimes you have to say they, Soryuken. They, they will shout the names of their moves, which is, granted, in fairness, <laughs> very cool. I say this with complete sincerity. Yelling the name of a move as you punch it makes it stronger and cooler. <laughs> if you're ever in a fight in real life, just yell like Flying Dragon Punch or something. If you <laughs> do... If you knew yeah, exactly, that was scary. I the power. If you do know Japanese, do say the name of the move in Japanese, because then as a combatant, they don't know what you're capable of. They're like, oh my god, did he study Japanese martial arts? I'm I'm just an ignorant racist. I, I assume that is the most powerful kind of fighting. What being racist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's a racist. I don't want to touch him. That's gross. He must be strong. He must. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. So they they changed the name of his master from Shang Long to Go Ken, but it is the same character. They like a lot when you beat the game and I think it was Street Fighter 4 like they give you little title things that you can put on your online if you beat it with Goken it gives you the title Shang Long right like okay. it's it's a thing um so with that we can start the beginning of a uh, Ryu story with his master Goken all right okay so Shang Long is just translated I sure I mean, Yukin, yes, that's right. That's a very fun. I'll I'll edit that so it's right together, and then it will be it'll be like a. <laughs> that's okay. Do you add in the punch sound effect as well? Yeah, yes. yeah. That th- this. Yeah, that, that sounds that was... just like a punch. <laughs> okay, so there's this guy named Gotetsu. He is a martial arts master, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is the only person in the world who is able to use his technique, mm-hmm. the Satsui no Hado, which literally translates to the wave of murderous intent. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, if you name your moves this way in a fight, people are not going to want to fight you. Because I'm gonna go with the wave of murderous intent because on you right the, now. This is the thing. Here though. it comes. It, I quit. There's, oh, a, there's I quit. a 98% chance that you're just some sort Don't of cringe, cringe yeah. lord. But there's a but, 2% but, chance you're a martial arts master <laughs> who knows a move called the way of murderous intent. Right. Is, or you are just a cringe lord martial arts master. I mean, you have to be both to name your moves that. But That's right. If you can back uh, it up. So the reason he's the only one who can use this is because 
anybody else who uses it, they go crazy with murderous intent. Okay. And they just start trying to, like, rip the throats out of people. Like, they can't control themselves after. They become rabid animals. Sure. I thought it would be something more physiological, like those people who get a rib removed so they can suck their own dicks. Oh, my goodness. But I guess... But I guess it could be the murderous Uh rampage thing, too. So Gotetsu is special. He's able to, like, find this balance, and he only uses it sparingly and all that shit, right? Okay. So Whenever he needs to do a murder. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) So he takes on these two brothers as students, Goken and Goki, right? Both of them... They want to master this power, right? Yeah. Like, their, ma- their their master Gotetsu can use it, like, again, sparingly. They're like, I want to be able to do this yeah. all the time. I, w- I do like the concept of a, a master who is like, I do not let the rage take over me. I only use the murderous killing move whenever I need to do a murder, <laughs> which is whenever I want, sparingly. <laughs> I haven't been overcome, though, with the murderous rampage because I only murder people when When I I want want to to. and not all the time. I mean, you hit it exactly on the head. (laughs) Like, that is the exact problem is that I've taught this to people before and then they start murdering when they don't want to murder. They just can't help but murder. This is a playable character we're talking about. Gotetsu is not. These mm-hmm. other two will get there. Because he'd be too powerful. Oh. He would just kill all the characters and we'll, then they'd be removed from the roster forever. We'll get there. Because right. ev- every right. game would be his murderers. Yeah, it would just, be, it would just be him as the only character left because this he just murdered everyone. This is the only everyone. chance I get to murder people, so yeah, why not? I come to this, this <laughs> world tournament to murder people, but only when I want to. But only if I feel like it, so... I okay. do feel like it, by the way. Moody <laughs> Just so we're clear. That's that's how he. That's his intro line. He's like, I mood. feel like doing a murder, and they're like, oh. <laughs> All right, so they're you know classic anime style. They train for years and years, yeah, right? right. Uh, and in this time, Goken saves and adopts this little orphan boy named Ryu. Oh. All right, and so fatherhood makes you look at the world differently. And Goken starts thinking, what if I could, like, do this technique, but opposite? Like, I'll get all the power from it, but not, like, fill my soul with evil and murderous intent, right? So he, he leaves his master and starts a new dojo where he's creating this new fighting style. It's based off his masters, but without the... Murder takes over your very soul, and it's all you want to do. Less it's movies. just <laughs> if you can have them separate, then the guy who came up with it is literally just looking for excuses to murder people. He's like, because <laughs> if it was somehow like unseparable, oh is the idea. Yeah. If you need to have murderous intent to do it, but he's just like, no, but I control it. He could have just did it without that, apparently. From the get-go, it's it's easier, I would say, to do things without murdering people than it is to fill your heart with rage before you do the same thing. No, no, I, CJ, it's murderous intent. Murderous intent. I feel like you've never seen a kung fu movie, <laughs> CJ, but... Which, why did he word it in such a way as well that makes it... Like, if this was your lawyer, 
defending you in a murder case? It was like, no, 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 no. He didn't want to murder, but he was filled with murderous intents. Like, oh, so he had premeditated intent to murder. Wait, no, oh, no, it's, no, it was no. A, a wave that washed over him. It was just an intent. That is that Nothing will not to get do with the murder. That will not get down to degree third murder at best. You're not gonna get a manslaughter off of that. Okay. So this is Goken's plan. Goki. Flawless. Yeah. Flawless plan. It's very good. Goki, on the other hand, is like, what if I just use this power so often that I build up a tolerance for having evil in my soul at all times? Which could have been what the other guys were trying to do, too. Why did the, Why did they get a free pass? Uh, I guess he's just kind of doing a better job at this. He is okay. He's also a little bit of a cringe boy. He is going to, at this point, while he's training with evil, change his name to Akuma, which is like I think demon in Japanese. He's okay. He's the nerd of the group. He's the, the super buff nerd. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I've never been more like afraid that. of anyone in my life than a buff nerd because they have <laughs> they have both the knowledge and power of anime, but also. Big powerful, muscle. <laughs> Big powerful side. muscles. <laughs> so I want to be clear about which tropes we're going with here. Uh, Akuma isn't the, like, I desire evil guy. He's the, like, I want to be the strongest in the world. And it just so happens that evil powers are the strongest powers. Okay. So he does. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about morale. He's he's more of a of a morally gray character. He just wants to be so strong. Absolutely, you you've nailed it on the head. Okay. All right. And even though he's murdering and killing, but that's just because that makes you strong. Yeah. Great. So Akuma is actually very successful at this. He is able to master the ultimate Satsui no Hado attack, Shungoku Satsu, which is an attack. That explodes your opponent's soul. <laughs> I, I, thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to say heart, which is a very powerful <laughs> attack. And then, you, <laughs> so... and then you said soul, which, granted, uh, more powerful, oh, yeah. I would say. <laughs> As, you know, but plenty of people, they could get a heart transplant. Sure. Your soul... <laughs> So, my my imagining of this, uh-huh. just to make sure we're on the same page. Uh huh. Not only is he cognizant of the presence of one's immortal soul and like <laughs> heaven and hell existing and all that stuff that goes with it, but he's like, but also I can kill that with my punches. That would be very empowering, don't you think? I do think that, and I think kill a soul. you exploded. Apparently, <laughs> exploded. How do you, how do you it's, explode a soul? Oh my so God. I will tell you, uh, this is a technique Akuma can use in the games. It's like one of his finishing moves, and basically he runs up to the person and grabs them, and then the screen fades to black, and it makes like explosiony noises. Oh my God, that's really scary. <laughs> Um, you, so you can't even actually see what really happens. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't because your soul would explode. Because your soul has exploded. <laughs> you wouldn't have any way to uh, like interpret that. So yeah, Akuma feels like he's he's mastered the Satsui no Hado. Yeah, I... and 
I think but so. I want to see what Akuma sees when he explodes he's, No, soul. I don't think you want to see. It's a little <laughs> bit gross. Very scary. Uh, but yeah, so he's he feels like he's mastered it. So he goes back to his teacher Gotetsu and shows him this mastery by exploding his teacher's soul. Great. And uh, oh. yeah, which it says multiple times. He's like, and Gotetsu died happy, knowing that his student had surpassed him. But I think when your soul is exploding, there's not really a lot of feelings that are, you know, clear at that point. So poor soul, though. <laughs> okay. So the master didn't really care about morality either. He was not not teach. He was. I understood he didn't want to teach this move because it would turn people into like murderous Crazy monsters. Crazy murder monsters, yeah. But it turns out he didn't want to teach other people this move because he didn't want to be fucking bothered with a bunch <laughs> of murderers running around that he would have to deal with, I guess. Because he's not like, oh no, you shouldn't be exploding people's souls. He's like, wow, very impressive work. You can explode souls. I can't even do that. That's really cool of you. That that is about the long and short of it, yeah. Now the the way that they explain it is that like this technique that he has mastered was from days of old when they used to just like this was an assassination like kung fu style, right? And right. he was like, All right, so we're not currently like at war with everybody. World War II's over. Right. Uh, and there was never another war. So. And there was never another war. So he's like, I, I want to continue on my teachings but we don't have to be crazy murder monsters anymore mm -hmm. he was also like when goken was like i'm gonna go make the style but not explode murder he was like i respect that <laughs> i'm not gonna follow you in that but i respect that that's that's great i was gonna say it feels pretty useless to master a soul crushing punch move in an era where just guns exist and like that's not really an effective way to go kill your enemies but in fairness i did watch a youtube video the other day about like a sword master and he was like and this is what you do if you're attacked by three people with swords and they have you surprised and i was like that's pretty cool i don't think that's gonna happen to you <laughs> nor do i think you're going to do the things that you're showing me because that would be crazy but i guess that's kind of neat to see it's pretty cool, right? That's that's what it comes down to. It's pretty cool. So he okay, so he's exploding people's souls because it's neat. <laughs> yeah, because it makes him feel powerful. Okay, Wait, that's I fair. I would assume that even if you kill a person, their soul just goes away anyway. Right. So presumably like you couldn't so, even reincarnate to be impressed by yeah, this. Yeah, I, I I don't think so. I think your soul is exploded. <laughs> so the master is dead. And this has created some friction between the two brothers. Which is so bizarre because, again, their master was like, good job. <laughs> like, he should also be like, you did it. Well, Master's pleased with you. Maybe Gotetsu would have smoothed it over between them, but his soul has exploded. Right. So, so he didn't quite get to that point. All in, right. in fairness, I mean, if Akuma wrote the history books as Victor... <laughs> He could have just been like, yeah, Master was really happy that I did this to him. I mean, he is the only one who saw he that saw, happen. Exactly. So. so he was just like, no, he loved it. It was great. <laughs> he, he thought it was really awesome. I love this video game lore that's told through the eyes of the actual people instead of to us, the viewers, so that we actually don't know what truth is. We're all yes. just kind of guessing based on Freaking what they're saying. radical. Amazing. All right. So a few years later, Akuma comes to Goken's dojo and he challenges him to a fight in front of Goken's students, Ken and his adopted son, Ryu. Mm -hmm. uh, Akuma thinks that it will be an easy fight, but Goken has 
almost fully developed his style and it actually is working. Mm. And so he's able to beat Akuma. At this point, Akuma is really pissed off, mm -hmm. not because he lost, but because he lost and his brother refuses to kill him. Sure, because he thinks that being able to explode the other person's soul is like a sign of respect. Right, yeah, it's like, it's, you, you beat me and you're not even going to do the cool thing. This is the very root of the reason that toxic masculinity exists. <laughs> we all just want other men to kill us, and they won't most of the time. That makes us angry. I don't mm -hmm. want to be part of this. <laughs> That's good. That's healthy. All right, so <laughs> you don't want to be part of the soul punching. So, no, thank you. yeah, no, this is this is man's territory. Yeah, yeah, you won't understand <laughs> anyway. Obviously, I want to punch my ally. I want to punch my enemy's I, soul in the that dick. That was that was a little bit Freudian. I yeah. want to punch my ally's soul. The same. Your, <laughs> your enemy is truly just your ally before Let's, you defeat him. You we'll need we'll talk about M Bison yeah, next so. week. Yeah, it's all about the balance. All right, so uh, Akuma's pissed. He's going off to train. He's like, "I'll be back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna train to to beat your cuck way of fighting, where you like give, give life, give life. So you make your soul don't, oh, don't dude, kill people. You make your soul, soul unexplodable like somehow. I'm, that sucks. You suck. So <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying." <laughs> So, uh, in between this time, this guy named M. Bison shows up and fights Goken. We'll do that next time. Don't even worry about sure. it, all right? Okay. A few years later still, Akuma comes back. He has now become, it says, become also almost one with the Satsui no Hado, which seems to be a fancy way of saying he can go Super Saiyan now. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, his hair gets redder and he can do magic stuff. So okay. he fights Goken again, okay. and this time he's Super Saiyan. He beats his ass, and he explodes Goken's soul. Dang, almost right? got away with it, too. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, all right, I'm bored now, and he just leaves. He's like, yeah. he's, he's now doing the anime trope where he just kind of like hangs out and waits for someone to get strong enough to challenge him. Okay. All right. So, is he like on a mountain or something? An island, but oh, yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, so now Punching we're- Punching the souls out of trees and such. Exactly. So now we're back at the point of our initial story where Ryu has just gone off to this tournament to prove his own strength, right? Okay. Uh, so he beats through all the people, but it has since been retconned. He does beat Sagat in the end, the Emperor of Muay Thai, right. but he does it by accidentally activating his own Satsui no Hado. Okay, so wait a second. So this is something that you can just add. Okay. <laughs> this technique is just murder. Like, that's all it is. Because if you want to do it, you're doing a murder. And if you accidentally do it, then you've murdered them. And you're like, oh, I must have activated. But it's cool, CJ. It's not called murder. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is actually, it's bringing me back around for a good court case. Now you're like, actually, it's not murder. It it's Satsui cool. Kenson. Yes, yeah, there exactly, we go. Exactly. Now you get uh, it. <laughs> so Possible I, deniability. I think the concept is that like he's learned 
what is a branch of the same technique, right, from his master. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, he is like, when when he has darkness in his heart, it just kind of naturally falls into the older style of it, which is murder style. Okay. So he learned how to do the not murder style, which his master never mastered. And also he sometimes just does the murder style anyway. Yes. Great. I'm so <laughs> no, no, no. You get you got it. You guys are on point. All right. Now he doesn't kill Sagat, but he I does guess. like he's So he didn't do the thing. Cause <laughs> it kills people when you do it. Well, no, no, you're thinking of the exploding soul technique, right? No, what? I'm thinking of the other one where you kill people, just regular killing people. Yeah, uh, so exploding I mean soul will also the way kill of you. the murderous intent. Where yes. you murder them. So he used the way of the murderous intent. He did just like fuck up Sagat something fierce, but he didn't kill him in the end. This is like our anime trope to a T, CJ. Like right. where where Naruto's like, oh, I have to hold back the evil spirit inside me. Mm-hmm. Ryu is now like, oh, I have to hold back the evil Satsui no Hado within me. Okay. Like that's, that's our thing we're gonna do. So it's a thing you learn, uh-huh. but it's also part of your nature, I guess as a fighter maybe, we'll give them that much. Sure. And you have to wrestle with that, but also you, it will drive you into a murderous rage, but also you use it to murder, but not always, just sometimes. But not always, yeah. And if you do it good enough though, you destroy their soul. Yeah. But if you do it, cuckily enough then it does the opposite of that whatever that means but no one's ever done it that cuckily yet but no one's ever done that okay great so he doesn't do murderously exploding the soul it was like he does like one murderous punch and then he has that moment of like oh my god what have i done okay sure so Um, he murderously does explode the soul he didn't explode the soul. He doesn't know how to do that. He just, so okay. he so he activated the murderous intent, but he did it bad because he didn't even <laughs> kill the guy with it. If that is how you would like to view it, that's how Akuma views it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on his side. He seems <laughs> at the listen. He might not be a nice guy or a good guy mm-hmm. or maybe even a guy at this point because he yeah. does call himself demon or whatever. Yeah. But at least he's got like a strong grasp of like the stakes <laughs> that he's playing with right so, now. Yeah, yeah, and so he hears that Ryu is getting stronger and that he activated the Satsui no Hado even for a brief moment, okay. and so he's like, come to my island and fight me, cuck. But he's, <laughs> but, but his master, who was training in this martial art his whole life. We, you are getting so never, hung up on never this. Never even mastered it, and then he was like, oh, you did it on accident once? Come fight me now, <laughs> even though I killed a guy who's way better at it than you. All right, all right. what happens next? Yeah, tell us, tell us. <laughs> oh, Papa, so, tell us what happens next. So what happens next, this is this is the like like baiting the trail thing that the fighting masters sometimes do, where Akuma fights Ryu, and Ryu is able to win, but then Akuma is just like, huh, not bad, kid, and goes Super Saiyan, right. and he's just like, there's no way that you could ever defeat me unless you too mastered the Satsui no Hado. And then just to be cool, he punches the island to make it explode and leaves. He kills the island's soul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Why? this is, could you so imagine? Punch Ryu. 
Huh? No, he he's to show he cool wants he, he wants the like so Akuma's whole thing. He wants right. to fight the strongest opponents possible, and so when he sees that Ryu can use his same dark technique, he's like, "I want you to master this, so I have a worthy opponent." Okay. Right. Wow. And, and could you imagine being, I don't know, Chun Li or whatever, <laughs> no. and you're just like good at kicking stuff and then you're like oh you want to be in the world street fighting tournament you're going to have to fight the guy who can murder souls what do you think about that cj we haven't even gotten into psycho power we're gonna do that next time and it's gonna be so good it's just it just feel there's a guy who's like (laughs) who who's a the electric guy, he doesn't know about killing Blanca. souls. He just, he's just an electric he man. Just, he just kind All of, he can do he is static street. shock you. All he can do is street fighter. That's just the life he knows. And now he's got to go up against these guys punching islands to death. That's it's, some bullshit. It's a bit of a roughing. All right. So Ryu has some soul searching to do at this point. Yeah, he better and- find one. <laughs> It's it's actually it's a pretty like cute sequence, right? He meets up with his, you know, training buddy slash surrogate brother Ken mm-hmm. and Ken can tell something is off and like I know you because we are like the same person. Except I'm red and you wear the white. <laughs> That's right, Ken. That was very astute of you. He's like yeah. patting him on the head. Yeah, I mean, they base like since they're martial artists, right? He's like, "There's something off, so you should fight me rather yeah. than talk it out." Right, and then and he'll, he'll understand through punches. And so they fight each other, and Ken is able to win. And he's like, "You weren't giving your all on that one, Ryu. Something's up with you." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm worried about my eternal soul. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried about losing control and doing the death punch that grand that master's master right, grand master grandmaster what done did." Uh, and so Ken gives him his red headband and says, "Like." Wear this always, and it should remind you to search for the answers, but not get lost in the search. You get two in your head, Ryu, you fucking nerd. So there's, there's like no symbology there. It's just like, oh, take it's- this token of whatever. I don't give a fuck what the token is, but always remember the thing I'm All, telling you always, right now. Always never forget that. It's like, th- huh? oh, bro, thank you, bro. No, I mean, it's it's cute. Like, they, up until this point, out. yeah. Up until this point in the series, Ryu's costume is always full white, and he's got a white headband. Yeah. But after this happens, he wears the red headband for the rest of the series. Sure. It's cute. But he will kick the shit out of Ken if he ever comes Oh, yeah. Across, I so. mean, they, that's how they—that's how brothers talk, you know? Yeah, they fucking stomp <laughs> each other's throats into the yeah, ground. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, this helps Ryu kind of get grounded. And then also, because this is a Japanese game a cute high school girl does approach Ryu and tell him that she's her biggest fan, that she's his biggest fan and super has the hots for him. And so that probably like helps out too. That's having a problematic (laughs) in other ways, but okay. It's 1990s Japan. It's very normal here. Yeah. Great. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's very common in Japan for the young ladies to chase after the older men. (laughs) It is very common in Japanese anime. Oh. <laughs> um, and that, that is what we base our morality on. I love it. <laughs> oh, so great. 
this is this is the character of Ryu, right? He's your classic shonen dude. He's like he goes around the world trying to find the true meaning of strength by fighting people, and he also has a superpower mode, but he tries not to use it because it's evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here I'm gonna skip a huge middle chunk that we're gonna go over next time, right? Okay. And I strongly recommend that everybody comes and listens to that because it is fucking wild. Ethan, are you saying people should subscribe and follow to this podcast and channel in order to get the latest updates? All of our never miss content? Normally that's a bunch of bullshit, CJ, but this time, yes. (laughs) Every other time we've said that, it has been a lie. But this time, (laughs) Pinky promise you should do that. Because I'm here. Yeah, Siley said so, and she can make Ethan do things. That's true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So suffice to say, during this middle chunk, Ryu keeps fighting people and he keeps entering world tournaments and such, but it's getting harder and harder for him to control the Satsui no Hado inside, right? Uh-huh. He has another rough world tournament. There's this guy who wants to, like, fucking steal his body. Don't worry about it. We'll talk later. That's fine. Uh, that happens. I'm not too worried about and that. And at the end of that tournament, Ryu is approached by Goken. <laughs> His dead master, who didn't actually die. What? Yes. See, How? it turns out that his master's style has its own Super Saiyan form. The Kyoi no Hado, the power of nothingness. What? What? <laughs> so he was nothing? That so, so he is was dead already? So <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> All right, CJ, I it's think cool? I think you are going to fucking love this, okay? Because, Siley, here's the thing, Siley. You know all about, like... Yeah, you cannot kill dead people again. Right, you know you know about the, the great forces of the world, like the yin and yang and, like, the creation and destruction and all that. You've obviously... Yeah. You're yeah. well-versed on all of that. Yeah, yeah. What is... So, so you know what what's the opposite of soul-punching... <laughs> It's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no, all right. I'm gonna They pu- exist on the opposite sides of the scale. I'm I'm gonna break this down for you, CJ. Follow me with this one because you're gonna really, really like this, yeah, I think. How did oh how do you get out of this one? How so, did Duke Boys get out of this one? Okay. This is uh this is like calling on Buddhist tropes, all right? Right. So normally when a Buddhist dies, they reincarnate into something else, right? Uh, they right. do that over and over again, and they're in search of enlightenment. Uh-huh. When they become enlightened, they stop reincarnating right. because they have, like, become one with all things. Uh-huh. They no longer have, like, a singular self to reincarnate, right? right? They're part of everything. Yes. So yeah. Goken hadn't mastered it yet, but he was able to, at the last moment, use the power of nothingness... Which means, in the last moment, he didn't have a soul to explode. Right, because he... He was a zombie. Because he was a zombie. Beca- because he... So, so he achieved Nirvana, like, the moment before his soul was going to explode. Really getting it in at the buzzer there. He and knew. then once he did that, it was like... Well, your soul exploding technique can't work on me. I've already ascended. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he but in his infinite togetherness with the universe, 
that he had at that moment. He's like, but I'm going to keep being a cool martial arts master. But that's because that's what I want to do. And by want to do, I mean I don't want anything anymore. But it is just what I'm going to do because I think that that's pretty neat. Yeah. So what he tells Ryu is, listen... This, po- <laughs> this, <laughs> what? This sounds a little wait silly. A, if I'm being frank, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> so he tells Ryu, like, yeah, this power of nothingness—it's pretty cool. And I haven't mastered this technique yet, but I think you could do it, Ryu. So he didn't master it, but he did do it. Yeah, he was. Is is? I mean, this is how anime resort. works, CJ. He was able to use it for just a moment, but he hasn't fully mastered it yet. Have you not seen JoJo? <laughs> this does. This does really feel like it is. Things happened, and then they kind of retroactively came up with reasons why they happened there that way. It's like, so much retconning like, going the writers, on here. But like the characters did. They were like, oh, I, can, I must be able to punch people's... Like, he just killed a guy, and he's like, I must be able to punch people's souls and explode them. And then he punched another guy, and it didn't work. So that guy was like, huh, well, if I had a soul, his soul punching would have punched it to death. But that didn't happen, so I must have got rid of it for a second and that's why i didn't die when in reality he just like didn't die like he got punched and he didn't die which happens presumably all the time in fighting he was, he was actually projecting his soul into somewhere else yeah he like put it in like a cupcake for a second right and then exactly it, like, came exactly back out. uh yeah so this is this is kind idea, of though. like where where the story of like ryu and street fighter is at right where he's like fighting for his soul between like Goken and Akuma right and sure. he's he's just like trying to master the power of nothingness but also the Satsui no Hado is like hanging over his head right and what is Ken is Ken doing this too is he also trying to do that or is he just like no I'm good I can <laughs> I can really kick the shit out of people right now yeah that one exactly no I- Ken so <laughs> we'll I guess we're not going to get much into Ken's story later, so, so I'll do just, it a little bit now. He's kind of there. He's, uh, you know, Ryu is definitely, like, main character of the series, but yeah. Ken is kind of, like, always there, too. So Ken was initially, he's he's an American boy, mm-hmm. and uh, somehow his rich father, like, knew Goken, and he was just like, my boy is very spoiled and shitty. Can you train him to be a kung fu master? Can you teach him to explode people's souls. And he's like, he's like yeah, we I don't know. We don't do that one anymore. Oh well, I don't know. Still kick the shit out of him for a while. I I can't be bothered. Yeah. And so Ken, uh, you know, he he learned this fighting style alongside Ryu, and then Ryu's like, I'm gonna go off and fight all of the strongest people in the world to find what true strength is. Mm-hmm. And Ken's like, I'm gonna go to America where the competition is not very hard and just become America's best martial artist nice. and just kind of live <laughs> off of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would have done that too. Yeah, if you if you're if you know if you open up yourself to like global fighting, there's people who are punching souls to explode. I would also be like, yeah, I'm good. Oh, you want to be the best in the world? Yours. Yeah. So so his his story is often just like, wow, Ryu, that's really cool. 
I have a wife and son. My life is going great. <laughs> like Totally fulfilled. I don't need to learn the soul punching thing or the other weird thing you, that you've very poorly described to me. The power of, of nothing? What is that? That is nothing, Ryu. Okay. Yeah. I, I Can you taste nothing? Can you hug nothing? As I can hug my boy. Yeah. I love my boy, Ryu. Look at him. Look, he's holding up. Look at him. <laughs> So that's kind of where Ken sits at. Great. Um, but all right. So, okay. This this is where Ryu's story is just kind of at in the series, right? Now, part of the part the other part of the reason that I didn't follow the games in succession is because they don't happen chronologically. All right. Okay. So, Street Fighter Three up until now, has been the latest game in the series, the latest game series in the series. And they those games are now going to be passed by Street Fighter VI. It's going to be the latest game in the series. Sure. They, they're like, no more of this time-hopping <laughs> bullshit. We're just going keep, to right. keep on trucking. Well, I mean, bullshit is kind of what they like. But <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited about this because it means that I get to talk about the Street Fighter 3 series. And that that one is about uh, Ryu fighting the Illuminati. <laughs> they, okay. like, each of them, like, you just punch all Illuminati members one at a time, or the head of the Illuminati just happens to be, like, a martial arts master. He's, he's a magical god being. Great. Love it. Why Why is he that? Uh, well, I'll tell you, CJ. Cool. So, uh, this uh, this one is, is weird. I'm just going to let you know. This right. is weird. No, the other one I was like, that's pretty. Uh, so, in the Street Fighter universe, the Illuminati are real. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, few people know that they exist, and they've secretly been manipulating all world events for thousands of years, yeah. right? Yeah, it's the Illuminati. Now, this is... Already kind of weird because there are multiple other secret organizations that are pulling the strings in the Street Fighter world, but their strings are being pulled by the Illuminati. Okay. Kind okay. Of feels like, what's the point? But I guess <laughs> I don't know. It's it's kind of like the the dark web where you kind of like <laughs> you wrap it up in a few layers so that nobody can trace it back. Mm-hmm. It's a super secret Illuminati behind all the other secret right the most illuminati illuminati that feels right so normally like when we talk about illuminati they usually have like the idea of that they're like satanists you know they'd fucking worship baphomet like all that bullshit right i guess i didn't really think Uh, about that i thought they just really like pyramids uh yeah i'm they're supposed to be satanists but it doesn't matter the point is these illuminati are hardcore christians Okay, I think that's probably more in line with the actual that world That makes order. a lot of sense, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, so, the heavens have mandated that the world is going to end, and a world savior figure will take only the worthy to create a new utopia after the apocalypse. All right? Now, the world is going to end because a prophecy said so, 
and the most powerful organization in the world that can manipulate all world events, rather than doing anything to stop that, is purposefully leading us towards that, right? Right, because they want to, they, you just really want to be right in that kind of situation. Yeah, yeah I mean, of, you'd, you'd feel so stupid if you were wrong. Right, right. I mean, I've seen, I've seen a lot of videos about, like, guys who predict the end of the world, and then obviously they're, they've all been wrong so far. Mm-hmm. And and I think if they could, they would have made the world end when they said it was gonna. <laughs> so, right, 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 right. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So now I have a question for you, Siley. Let's see if you can get this one. Okay. You're put on the spot. If you want to find only the worthy to bring with you to your new utopia, how do you find them? This is the classic competition style, isn't it? That's right. You have a world martial arts tournament to find <laughs> the most worthy for Utopia. Oh my god! So, no. isn't the world supposed to be like destroyed by a really strong thing too? It's like the the savior figure is going to be able to protect a like arc like you know group of just enough to begin a new world some sort of a a group of street fighters if you will (laughs) it is going to be a group of street fighters amazing the highest echelon that humanity Mm -hmm. has to offer all right that hobo that lives outside (laughs) of your 7-eleven who fucking breaks a bottle and slashes at anyone who moves he's in the running top tier street fighter um so, <laughs> I'll I'll throw this one to you, CJ. What do you think is the name of this messiah figure who runs the Illuminati? Who runs the Illuminati? So wait, the messiah figure is the head of the Illuminati? He is now the head of the Illuminati, yes. I guess, is he named after a buffalo? No. Okay. Buffalo? Is it? I'm going to say Zangief, because I know that that's a character from <laughs> that Street Fighter. is a character. Uh-huh. And I didn't have a good way to connect this, but I did want you to know that the Street Fighter 3 series begins with Zangief in a wrestling match against Paul Hogan. Uh <laughs> Who's not? I don't he believe not a, that's a playable. He is character. not a playable character, okay. but he is very good. <laughs> Who's the head of the Illuminati, Ethan? Is it Satan? It's Gil. Gil? Who's Gil? Its name is Gil. Like Gillette. Like G I L L Gil. Like Bill. He's like Bill, but with a G. And he's just a guy. <laughs> then. Well. Okay. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. So isn't he supposed to be like the the new Christ or something? Yeah, but his name's Gil. His name is Gil. Okay, uh, I mean, G- so in fairness, the last Christ's name was Josh. So <laughs> I guess so. Uh, there so you go. I feel like this probably goes without saying, but I will say the, the Illuminati, Illuminati are eugenicists. Yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> They're, they're, you know, they, you they want. The world order if you don't have one little hang up, <laughs> one little red flag. Uh, so they have been doing a bunch of like genetic engineering and genetic experimentation to make perfect people and all of that nonsense. Yeah. And uh, Gil has excelled as one of their most like powerful experiment people. And he looks very silly. 
I want you to imagine he does. Have you ever seen the buff Jesus on the cross? Yeah, I love buff Jesus. <laughs> he Jesus is buff the- Jesus, except he is split right down the middle, red on one side, blue on the other, and his hair is like magic golden. Where have I been living? <laughs> Why? So he's not like Two Face. He's not like burned on half of his body, right? <laughs> he's got magic control over ice and fire. Okay, but <laughs> but but fashion-wise, though, <laughs> he what? wears a little loincloth like like a Jesus thing. The rest of him is just naked, so you can see his full red blue body. Okay, so his <laughs> body are those colors. He's all not of just, him. He's not just wearing. No, yeah, not just like face paint. No, he is all red and blue and gold hair. Okay, that's almost more understandable. <laughs> if he chose to look that way, that would be very strange. <laughs> Unless it's just body paint, in which case that is so much maintenance every morning. <laughs> just recoat yourself, mm-hmm. slather up, and like. I wish that I could tell you guys more about this. And there is a lot of like crazy individual little things in Street Fighter 3. But the thing that's like super fun and special about it is that you know how story is told in these fighting games, right, CJ? It's usually every fighter, when you finish their arcade run, they have their own ending, right? Right. And like, a lot of their endings are not canon, you know? It's like when the mm. when you win arcade mode with the bad guy, he gets a I rule the world now ending, right? Right, right. And so the thing is, we only know in retrospect when a further game has come along which ones were canon and mm. which ones weren't. Right. Which means that there is a ton of crazy shit that is possibly canon from Street Fighter 3, and we won't know until Street Fighter 6 comes out. Okay, that makes sense. All The only story I know is Chun-Li, and then she, like, avenges her father's murder, and then she's like, and now it's time to date boys. Like, that's her... (laughs) That's the ending of Chun-Li's story. Yeah, I think that is one of the, like, movie Chun-Li's... That one's in the game, too. She's just like... (laughs) father's murder avenged now and then she like dresses like a hot girl just like a normal i mean she already dressed like a hot girl but now Mm -hmm. she dressed like a hot girl in the modern era Mm -hmm. and she's like so it's just slutty she's just got big powerful thighs that could crush my head and it's awesome Mm -hmm. all men want their head crushed by big powerful thighs i guess always remember (laughs) this (laughs) siley everything men do it's to further the chances that they might get their With head crushed. With murderous intent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, give me that Satsui no Hado. Are you sure? This could literally kill you. <laughs> Explode my soul, baby. Um, also, do you think that they shout the names of sex moves as well as they do them? I would have to imagine that they do. They almost have to. And right? yeah, no, I mean, and we'll have to see how much of the sex moves are canon because because they sh- they've shown us a lot. How most of them are in the end sequences. How uh that that young high school girl who's really into Ryu, how her Street Fighter 3 ending goes, Sakura is like it shows her very slightly older, which implies that she's like 18 now wow. and being like, like coming on to Ryu. Oh, and that's like, uh, I thought you were going to say a different thing. 
<laughs> like the vice versa of that situation. Oh. That's no, they're they're not they're not quite they're not quite there. They're gonna imply like, yeah, she is legal now and she is approaching the the boy. I did literally but, think you were going to just say that she just was pregnant in her. Yeah, like, I mean, might as well. I did have like I did have multiple times where I had to double check stuff because there is so much fan nonsense. But yeah. as far as we're concerned, Ryu is asexual. He is only attracted to combat. Okay. I can appreciate that. As far as the fans are concerned, he has been with every female character and most of the male ones as well. That sounds good. <laughs> That's inclusive. <laughs> combat, baby. <laughs> I don't think he talks well, like that. Yeah. Ryu's like, uh, uh, um, uh, Cats, 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 no Kenso. It's you know, Ryu talks like this, ready for combat. I have not That's played the game for sure. Uh, yeah. Well, now that you know the lore, I'm sure you would love to pull in as would Ryu I? do a Hadoken and such. Would I want to play the game though. <laughs> I don't think I'm comfortable with Ryu punching the shit out of a high school girl that has a crush on him. What? Why not? <laughs> get out of my way you annoying pest <laughs> you know what never mind <laughs> I, know, I know I know a trap when I see one so you know what I'm glad Ryu hits that high school girl that has a crush on him okay that's that's where we're gonna end it for this week but I am going to, like, we laid the groundwork here. This is, like, the heavy kung fu stuff that is going on in the background, right? Yeah. Um, we are going to talk about okay. M. Bison and his story and all of the many characters. Because, base, like, 95% of characters in Street Fighter are either directly connected to Ryu or directly connected to M. Bison. Okay. And we're going to go through all of the M. Bison stuff. And this stuff that we just talked about is very tame compared to what we're going to get into with M. Bison. Okay. When, when does Ryu meet Mega Man and team up with him against the heroes of Marvel that in, order, in order to defend the that, world that does happen in the marvel vs. capcom crossover game siley oh and i will say cj on the wiki pages again for each fighter it has like you know their their physical stats and such yeah. and then it has their rivals and ryu's rival list is almost every character in the street fighter series and also wolverine and cyclops oh my god <laughs> Do you <laughs> There's a lot more media containing Wolverine and Cyclops. Do you do you think that Ryu hates that it's so one-sided that they like never bring him up in their stuff, but he's like, like a third of the games I've been in have been with you guys, but you guys don't talk about me at all. I Ryu's been in a lot of games, but I like to think that Ryu is so like just combat focused he's like yeah i don't really care about the like if you guys are gonna fight i want you to invite me but if not like you pass me on that shit listen i don't want to play any sort of like 
beat em up side scroller <laughs> game okay that's sucks that's nonsense but if all you right. want to just do 1v1 or 3v3 combat or whatever yeah. that that whole thing is you should call me yeah that's re yeah you said you're gonna fight a guy who uses magnets is that some sort of kung fu move no i don't care then magnets can he catch these hands <laughs> I so wish Spider-Man was one of his nemeses. Or like the, Mega Man. He just he doesn't have anything against Mega Man. He just sees how powerful he's, he is. Yeah, the rivals. He <laughs> He looks up at the stars. He's like, I fight for him. Yeah, I mean Ryu has I don't know this for a fact, but I would like guess that ryu has crossed over into more fighting series than any other character any other single character so like see that ryu has fought more like random dudes like ryu has beat the shit out of mario yeah ryu, <laughs> ryu has fought uh ace attorney phoenix right like it... <laughs> i will say in terms of number of people number of ips that you can beat up <laughs> I think Ryu is probably number one in the world, which is, I think, what he wants to be. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's I pretty do, cool. I do think you can kill more people as Ryu than any other character in any without other game. But without murdering them. <laughs> Unless you're evil Ryu. Because, oh. Oh. Is that, is that good? That's, that's, that's what we call him when he... When he does that, so you know how to take so. I thought Akuma was Ryu. No, as like he he got too evil and then became Akuma. No, dang. Well, that's it's why we have the like, show. Yeah, just, just yeah. when when Ryu becomes too evil, he becomes evil Ryu. When Akuma becomes too evil, he becomes Oni. Oni. <laughs> <laughs> but that also just means demon. No. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. That's we're gonna end it here. We're gonna. That's our spot, I think. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another fantastic episode of the Lore. You know, uh, we have all sorts of content coming at you, so make sure that you do subscribe <laughs> or hit the follow button or rate us highly, and definitely tell all of your loved ones that they had better subscribe too or you will unleash the murderous intent within your own don't say just be like listen i can't control it so maybe maybe just to be safe you should uh, like and subscribe. i'm not saying or i know how to explode your soul i i know you like your soul unexploded so you know, just just throwing that out there uh we are on all the streaming platforms twitch.tv slash cooking with spices we are on all the podcast platforms we are on youtube so check us out there or wherever you get podcasts uh we also want to thank gail storm kitsune for doing all of the graphic artwork for this show look it's all around the borders and on the thumbnails and all that sort of stuff um, and we also want to thank Apajo for the intro and outro song, which uh, you can and I have fought people to. So it's just good background music for sure some rough, you can. Some... <laughs> 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 he did it! Hey! He said it! He, I mean, I made that joke earlier to no applause. 
but he said it so we can legally end the episode because i oh wait sorry do you know how to end the episode we didn't ask you before you have to say i'm gonna I say think that's the music i'm gonna say no so, no cause stop wait stop. wait stop okay, no, you have okay, to stop. say i say i'm cj and then ethan says i'm ethan and you say i'm Sally, and then the three of us work together <laughs> As like a as like a Marvel vs. Capcom team, except the enemy we're against is a joke that we're making that we have to kill. Our own jokes are always our, our greatest joke. enemies. Well, I am not aware of this. All right. Well, that's that's, that's <laughs> how like, we're I don't watch do this it. show. So I'm gonna say I'm CJ and I'm Ethan and I'm Slyly. And I think that the I was thinking about this earlier. Okay, cut now. And I. <laughs> <laughs>